Good morning, everybody. And wait for the music. Here it comes. There it is. <laughs> I hope you're all having a good day. It's nice and early here in Australia. This is the Ask the Coach Show, where Ping Seals answers your table tennis questions. Today, we're going to talk about how to tell if your blade is fast or slow, playing push versus push, and how to deal with a short backspin serve. As always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Thank you, Jeff, and uh, good morning, uh, Ping Skillers. Indeed, yes. Um, Friday morning. Friday is always a good day for most people. Often the last day of work, heading into the weekend. So um, I'm pretty excited. What about you, Alois? Uh, definitely excited. Yes, uh, good day for me too. Excellent. And um, today's our 95th show, Alice. So very soon it's going to be the 100th show. And so we were thinking maybe we should do something for the 100th show, but we're not quite sure what. Yeah. We were thinking about a competition, huh? So I don't know. Um, it'd be good to just get a few suggestions about a competition um, that, uh, that we might be able to run for our 100th show. Um, so we were thinking about, you know, um, maybe the best comment of the week next week, uh, getting uh, some sort of prize. So, yeah, some suggestions would be great because we're out of there. We, you know, we're just not that good at that sort of stuff. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let us know what you think we should do for our 100th show in terms of a competition and, and prizes and stuff like that. Let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Just leave a comment on our blog or on the YouTube channel. Yeah, a trip a trip for two around the world probably won't cut it. Um, I don't think that's in the budget, but, you know, uh, let's see <laughs> Indeed. All right, Alice. So um, yesterday's Ping Skillers question of the day is, what will you be doing for World Table Tennis Day on April the 6th? So yeah, I guess um, a little bit about World Table Tennis Day and then what are you going to be doing, Alice? Yeah, so World Table Tennis Day is um, is an initiative of uh, the ITTF. Um, it's the first World Table Tennis Day. Um, it's going to be used to promote uh, uh, table tennis as mainly as a participation uh, type sport around the world, and try to encourage more players uh, to to get out there and play table tennis. Um, I'm going to be involved, uh, luckily, with the World Junior Circuit event in Australia. Um, it's going to be up on the Gold Coast, and I'm going to be doing some commentary um, for that. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be uh, great to see some of the best uh, junior players in the world, including some of the uh, Chinese players are coming over. So, um, so for me, it'll be a fantastic day uh, getting up there to the Gold Coast, um, to the new Seagulls Club up there, um, and uh, having a look at uh, some of the best juniors in the world playing table tennis. Wow, that sounds pretty good, Alois. Um... I haven't got anything specific planned yet, so I think being World Table Tennis Day, I'm going to have to get involved, so I might try and take my boys down to a club somewhere and get them to have a hit um, on that Monday evening and get them involved in it too. Um, yeah, but great initiative by the ITTF. Get involved if you can and spread the word about uh, World Table Tennis Day. Yeah, and see if you can get your club, if you're uh, in a club, see if you can get your club to uh, to run some sort of event and you can um, and post it up um, on um, an ITTF website. We'll post the link of where you can go to um, 
to uh, register your event as well. So even if you wanted to do something in your office, it would be great. I mean, that's that's exactly the type of things that they're looking for, just increasing participation at all levels, um, or it might be a school event too. Brilliant. All right, get involved. April the 6th, World Table Tennis Day. Okay, moving on. The Ping Skillers question of the day is, who is the best female player at the moment and who is favourite for the World Championships? So jump on and leave a comment on our blog or on our YouTube channel and let us know who is the best female player and who is favourite for the World Championships. All right. Now, Alois, we've had Victor jump on and ask a question. And Victor says, a teacher at my school was visiting and he was huge, like a giant. He's like seven foot three tall and around 500 pounds and he tried to play table tennis with us and he played very well. Do tall guys have an advantage in table tennis? Well, Brock would think so. Um, but, um, yeah, no, the, the, I, I think one of the great things about table tennis is that people of any shape and size can play and play at a really high level. So um, I don't think there's a, there's a distinct advantage with being tall. Um, you've get, got the advantage of having a good reach, but then um, sometimes it's a little bit harder to manoeuvre around and to, uh, to be more agile. Um, and in the middle often gives uh, the tall people a, uh, a bit of a problem. So, yeah, so there are advantages and disadvantages. You know, being short, you can um, often get around a little bit quicker. Your centre of gravity is lower and easier to move sideways. So, yeah, advantages and disadvantages with all body shapes. So... Um, that is the good thing about table tennis. You don't have to be six foot five to be able to play. Indeed, a game for everyone. All right, next question is from Thomas, who says, when dropping a ball on the blade with no rubber on it, is it true that generally a slower blade gives a deeper sound and a faster blade gives a higher sound, so that the sound gives you an indication of the speed slash flexibility of the blade? Yes. Um, sorry, I was just reaching for one of the uh, pieces of wood here. So, um, so if you listen to this, maybe you can hear that. It's quite a high-pitched noise, which means that um, the this wood is quite quite fast. Um, some other blades that you'll get um, will have a, a lower tone. So, I mean, it's not something you need to really worry about, but. Um, but you can start to get a feel for um, the speed of the wood by the tone of the ball on the on the bat. Um, I know previously we used to just knock on it and um, and listen to it. So again, that's the high pitched noise. I have, unfortunately, I haven't got a, a softer, slower slower bat here. Um, but um, yeah, but it, it, on a softer or a slower blade, it's a it's a a deeper sound rather than the more high-pitched sound. So, um, yeah, so you can tell a little bit um, about that, but, um, yeah. yeah. I guess the best way is to actually use the blade, but then I guess it's hard to compare because you'd need the same rubbers on different blades to compare them, and that's not easy to organise. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
Yeah, and, and so I mean, it, it's all. I mean, it's one of the real difficulties of equipment, isn't it? Um, you know, trying to find the right thing un until you've got um, your setup done. Then you've got a hit with it. Oh, no good. You know, you've already spent 150 to 200 dollars and can't just throw it out. So, uh, yeah, it's a problem. But uh, yeah, that's that's one little indicator that you can get as far as how as far as how uh, fast your blade is. Yeah, and I guess one of the advantages of choosing equipment, being at a club to choose equipment, is that you can, you know, try out a lot of other people's bats and see what they're using and see if any of those combinations suit you. Because at a club, there's generally a whole range of players and they'll have a whole range of equipment. And often they have to let you have a little hit just to test it out. So there's another option for trying to choose some equipment that you like. And of course, we've got that great video on how to choose a bat for you. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that. All right, Alois. Um, probably just um, sorry, Jeff. Probably just related to that. Victor's just jumped on and asked another question. So which bat am I looking for if I want a bat with great bounce on it? So so you're probably just looking for a bat that um, that's quite fast. So the faster the bat. Uh, the more bounce it's going to have uh, have on it, and again, just having a look at that, um, choosing a table tennis bat video will help you with uh, with that question. Yeah, that's right. Because um, yeah, the the higher pitch sound means it's faster, but that's not definitely definitely good for you. Some people would, would be better off with the slower blade, so they can learn to play their strokes fully. Um, so keep that in mind and check out the video on how to choose a bat because that explains it very well. All right, now Romeo has said, um, if I serve a short backspin ball and the opponent pushes it back, does this mean the backspin I placed on the ball is cancelled out? If that is the case, then will the backspin be heavier if I pushed it long? Okay, so um, this is an interesting question. It might be a little bit difficult to see here, but we'll, we'll give it a go. So if the ball is coming to you with backspin, like that, when it hits your your racket and the rubber, it actually digs into the rubber and kicks out the other way. So it's spinning this way, it grips and it comes back out. So it's actually um, changing the direction of the spin. So it's coming in spinning this way, then it hits your racket and comes back out um, the opposite direction with the backspin. I'm trying to get the label facing forward so you can see it a little bit better. So goes in there, kicks in and spins back that way. So you're getting um, backspin when the ball goes back. Now you won't get as much backspin, but if you then brush the ball as well, then you will get the ball to spin a little bit faster going back that way as well. So, um, so yeah, so it's an interesting characteristic of the actual rubber and one of the properties of uh, why we use um, the inverted rubber um, because that does help us to generate um, the spin that we want as well. Um, don't I mean don't don't get don't worry too tech too much technically about it, but yeah, that's just the basic principle of what happens. So if you if you push the ball longer or faster. If, then you can get more spin on it because your bat's travelling faster as well uh, to go back. Yeah, exactly. And I think in the comment to the actual question on this, Dieter commented that it's the same principle not just with backspin but with topspin. If someone does a topspin to you and you just block it back, 
it's going to reverse the spin, which is going to end up going back to your opponent with top spin, and you can generate more top spin against that if you want, which is basically playing a counter loop. So, yeah, the same principle um, for that as well. Yeah, that's right. So with the top spin, the ball's coming in this way. It hits your bat and it kicks back out the other way. So it comes in this way, spins back out that way with again with top spin. So yeah, it's interesting. Interesting to watch. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, so thanks very much for the question, Romeo, and hopefully that's cleared things up for you. Um, All right, next yeah. up, Johnny. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So maybe um, just maybe to help explain that a little bit, if people have seen you know those rubber balls, those what we call super balls. Um, when you bounce them, if you if you spin them, um, yeah, they, they they tend to reverse um, when they spin. So it's a similar principle, but yeah, um, it's just rubber on rubber on a uh, a hard surface. So yeah, yeah, they're pretty fun. Those rubber balls, you bounce them up, and they just keep spinning back and forwards. Yes, I know what you mean. All right, yeah. So the next question is from Johnny. He says hello. When my opponent does a short, heavy backspin serve, I usually push the ball back short with my own heavy spin. I've seen players topspin a loop backspin balls, and I wonder, how can you do it against a short backspin serve? Yeah, so against a short backspin serve, it is quite difficult um, to, to loop it back. What you're doing is probably the best option. You know, pushing the ball back short is um, the simplest and it's also a very effective uh, way of returning returning the ball. Um, if the ball comes long, then it's easier to make your topspin attack because the ball comes off the end of the table and you've got a, a bigger swing at the ball. Um, you can attack the shorter backspin ball by opening the, the face of your racket. Um, so if you have it closed, the backspin is going to drag straight down. If you open the racket a little bit, then you can lift that way and get the ball um, over the over the net um, with what, a flicking a flicking action as well. Again, this is this is a more difficult stroke. Um, and then there's always the backhand side spin flick that you see a lot of players starting to use now. So that's the same principle. They've got the angle quite open um, at the start of the backhand side spin flick. They're coming underneath and then around and over it. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a more advanced stroke. The forehand the or the short push is probably the, the simplest and most effective um, method just to start off with though. Yeah, sure. So I'll I'll put a link to um, some pushing videos for people, um, but you've already got that covered nicely, Johnny. But then also I'll put a link to that backhand side spin flick alloys. Um, and the real advantage of that is the movement of the wrist, which allows you to actually get the bat moving really fast over a short distance. And, and getting that speed and moving that bat fast is what can counter that backspin and allow you to put some topspin on the ball yourself. Um, and as I said, a lot of people are, um, yeah, a lot of people are using that at the top level now. But yeah, the short push is still very effective. You're keeping it short and low with backspin. It's hard for your opponent to do much with that. So that is always a good option. All right. Thanks for the question, Johnny. All right. Um, now, Victor has asked, are you finished with your cube alloys? Uh, no, never, never finished with it. No, I've 
studying hard, working really hard at it, practicing. Um, exactly. It's like table tennis, Alice. You never finish, you know. Once you finish, you just scramble it up again and start again. With table tennis, work something out, you just move on to the next level. It's, it's great. It's just a, it's just a process that you go through. Yes, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching the show. Don't forget to uh, leave a comment to the King Seals question of the day. Who's the best female player at the moment and who's favourite for the World Championships? Also, let us know about our 100th show, what we should do for the 100th show, what sort of competition should we have. We'd love to hear your thoughts and keep asking questions. You can go to pingskills.com and click on Ask the Coach. While you're there, check out some videos, sign up for our newsletter, lots of great tables and stuff, and have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks very much, Alois, for all your words of wisdom again. Thanks, Jeff, and yeah, have a great weekend. Lots of table tennis, Pink Skillers. See you yeah, on Monday. Hey. See you Monday. Bye, everyone.